G'day, this is Lee Hopkins. You're listening to the 10 Golden Rules of Internet Marketing Podcast. This podcast is a bloody beauty. There's more information in a half hour of this show than you're going to get from a week's supply of the New York Times. Trust me. We have a great show today. It's an awesome Aussies edition of the 10 Golden Rules Podcast with Adelaide's Lee Hopkins and The Big Reveal. Today we learn the secret superhero Twitter identity of Iconic88. We have some great calls and some amazing Aussie music, so let's podcast. Welcome to the 10 Golden Rules of Internet Marketing Podcast, featuring the latest strategies and techniques to drive traffic to your website and convert that traffic into sales. Now here's the CEO of 10goldenrules.com, Jay Berkowitz. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whatever time this podcast finds you, welcome to episode number 42. I've been on the ground for a few weeks enjoying summer here in sunny South Florida. It's a nice pace of life change with many folks out of town. We can get into restaurants and movies and find parking spaces. I will be traveling coming up, though. I'll be in L.A. and San Diego for presentations at the end of July, and I'll be in New York City for Affiliate Summit in early August. Chicago, September 10th, and Vegas for Blog World and the New Media Expo. So if you're planning to attend one of these events or you live in the areas, please contact me at 10 Golden Rules. I'd love to meet you in person, and perhaps you could be one of our special guests on an upcoming edition of this podcast. You can find all the links on our homepage at 10goldenrules.com. Have you been listening to the past few shows? We've had some amazing guests, including Sean Collins, author, affiliate marketing superstar, Mr. Chris Brogan, author of a new book coming out soon called Trust Agents. Might have to get Chris back on the show to talk about that. Mari Smith, Facebook goddess, and Richard Binhammer, the customer service manager from Dell Computers, just to name a few. So if you like this show, check out a couple of the past episodes. And stay tuned, coming up, podcaster extraordinaire Susan Bratton and at JetBlue.com's John Dowdy in future shows. Today I wanted to share with you some of the highlights from my recent trip to Sydney, Australia. You'll meet social media guru Lee Hopkins and the incredible Iconic88, who up until this moment has been a complete mystery. Nobody knows his real identity except for me and shortly you as well. If you missed it a couple shows ago, I congratulated all of you on winning a Sophie Award for Best Use of New and Emerging Media. We were nominated for the 10 Golden Rules Podcast Community, and everybody who's been to one of our dinners, been interviewed on one of our live shows, been at a trade show that we recorded, callers who've called into the podcast, the team at 10 Golden Rules, we all won the Sophie Award for Best Use of New and Emerging Media. So everybody shares this exciting award, and thank you all so much for making it happen as a team. Well, that's enough for me. Why don't we hear from you? We have this great service called K7.net, and anytime you want, you can call into the podcast. It's a 24-7 recording line, and I get emailed an MP3 file of your message. So let's hear from some of our callers. First up today is Trey from Wellness Resources. Thanks, Jay. This is Trey calling from Wellness Resources. And I just got introduced to your show a couple days ago, and I've been listening ever since. I really like what you're doing here. Well, I have a question for you. 
Well, I work for Wellness Resources at wellnessresources.com, and we are a nutritional supplement retailer, and I'm trying to convince my boss that we should use Twitter and Facebook more and more social networking tools. So I've told him this, and it's been a little hard for me to convince him. I was wondering if you could give me maybe just a quick little pitch that I could give to him to show him that it's worth it. So thanks a lot. Also, one little quick question. It's pretty clear you're from Canada. I'm just curious where you're from. Thanks a lot. Bye. Hey, Trey. Thanks for joining in. I'm definitely Canadian. I even recorded a podcast on top of a beaver dam last summer. I'm originally from Winnipeg, and I spent 10 years in Toronto before moving down to Florida. Let me answer your question. What to tell your boss about social media? There's a couple different approaches to get the big guy engaged in the internet and social media. One method is what I might call shock and awe. Search your brand and your competitors using search.twitter.com and use blog searches such as Technorati and Google Blog Search. When you find a few things that consumers are saying about your brand and explain to the boss, the old-fashioned one-way type of marketing is absolutely done. Consumers are now talking about you online. They're empowered. And you're way better off to join in a two-way dialogue than to sit back and try and push your message at them. That old kind of marketing is done. We have higher standards now as consumers, and we expect that we can talk to our brands. We can engage with them. So the shock and awe method is to reveal what consumers are saying online and get your boss engaged in that two-way dialogue. A second approach is to break down the walls of apprehension. A lot of old-school marketers and, and older folks are apprehensive. They think that Facebook stuff is for those Internet kids. Social media is really easy, so set your boss up with a Twitter account. Get 20 or 30 really interesting people for him to follow. Add the New York Times and CNN breaking news. Get your local newspaper signed up, maybe some industry publications. There's a great tool I recommend called wefollow.com. You can find 10 to 20 leaders in your industry. And just advise your boss to listen first, obviously reading, read first in Twitter, and just watch this customized news feed come in. This is usually enough to tweak anyone's interest. The third method is more of a covert operation, and that would be to start Twittering, to build a Facebook fan page, and do this for your company on your own. You probably want to let your immediate boss know you're doing this, and you could do it by creating a group for the industry. You wouldn't necessarily name it with your company brand. So once you build up some followers and generate some business to create proof of value over a couple months of time, at that point you might want to reveal it to the CEO. So if you're not allowed to speak on behalf of your company, take the more sort of covert approach. If you can speak on behalf of your company, one of the ways to do it is just get some traction and then go up the ladder. Now, if all else fails, bring in a consultant. I can't tell you how many times the CEO of, my, of a company sees my presentation at a conference and then brings 10 golden rules in to do the internet marketing for the company. Now, the internal staff says to me, We've been telling him to do SEO or social media for two years. Why does he listen to you? And all I can do is I can promise you that I wasn't any smarter when I was in the internal marketing department at companies. But now that I'm perceived as the expert, and I'm putting that in quotes at a you know, 6699 expert, at a conference, the CEO hears me with new ears. So sometimes when you're seen as this sort of speaker or expert, you can connect at a different level. So if it's appropriate, we often do in-house sessions. I'm doing a lot of lunch and learns the last few months, talking to companies about social media, 
and search marketing and affiliate marketing. So maybe I can help get your executives on board. Feel free to get in touch with me at 10goldenrules.com and I'd be happy to help out. Next up, Josh Bratton from Big Picture Web. Hi, Jay. This is Josh Bratton from BigPictureWeb.com. Just calling in with a quick tip on Twitter today. A lot of folks just send out their tweets, but they don't really measure who's clicking on the links or whatnot. But with a service like Bitly, you can shorten your URL, send out your tweets, and then see how many people are clicking on it. So if you have 100 followers and get 10 links, it's a 10% click-through rate. You can test different times of the day or how you word your tweets and get maximum click-throughs. So a quick tip for you, and I uh, hope your listeners enjoy it. Thank you so much for the 10 Golden Rules, and also I've been enjoying you immensely as my adjunct professor in the University of Illinois' Internet Marketing Program. Thanks so much. Keep up the great work. Hey, thanks, Josh, and thanks for joining in on the conversation. Bitly, that's B-I-T dot L-Y, and that's actually a website, so you type in www.bit.ly. And it's a great service because you can now see how many people are clicking on the links that you put in your Twitter tweets. And you can use Bitly on your blog. You can use it in other places as well. The course that Josh is referring to is offered by the University of San Francisco. You can achieve a master's certificate in internet marketing. I'm one of the instructors. The course is 100% digital. And you can view a demo online at www.usanfrananline.com. usanfrananline.com. Check it out. Here's a new feature of our podcast. It's from Scott Wright at the Streetwise Security Zone. Hi, Jay. It's Scott Wright here from the Streetwise Security Zone with your Streetwise Security Tip for Internet Business. I love Larry's joke of the day from Rocket Matter and was thinking the 10 Golden Rules podcast audience might find it helpful to have some security tips related to internet marketing and e-business. I have dozens of tips at my website, streetwise-security-zone.com. So here's my first tip for the 10 Golden Rules podcast. Be careful accepting invitations in Facebook or LinkedIn from people you don't know. A recent study showed that as many as 40% of all new Facebook profiles are fakes, created with the intent of luring people into relationships that can be exploited for phishing or identity theft. Facebook fan pages are a better place for businesses to have related connections on Facebook, rather than having everyone as a personal friend for business purposes. I'm Scott Wright, the Streetwise Security Coach, and I'm on Twitter as StreetSec. Stay tuned for more internet security tips on the 10 Golden Rules podcast. Hey, Scott. Thanks so much for joining in. That's definitely a good tip. I used to accept everyone who friended me in Facebook. I was a lot more discreet with my LinkedIn. The problem with that is I have about 100 people I don't know at all in Facebook. And Facebook's turned out to be the real deal. Just for fun, go to a site called Compete.com. This is a great site where you can compare website traffic. Type in Facebook.com and MySpace.com. And you'll be amazed to see Facebook has passed MySpace and almost doubled their traffic in the past 12 months. Another good tip when you are engaging with people on Facebook and the social media, send a unique note with your friend request. For example, I'd be happy to friend any listener of this podcast in Facebook or LinkedIn. But when you send the note, don't just send the standard note. Send a customized request. Say, hey, Jay, I listened to your podcast and I'd love to connect. Because if you just send the generic request, I won't know you're a listener of the show. I won't know who you are. And I may not necessarily follow you back. I would have no reason to trust you. Like Scott said, there's some real scammers out there. Another advanced tip for Twitter. When you follow someone, they won't automatically follow you back. 
For example, I might get 50 Twitter requests in one day. I get an email saying people are following me. The challenge is I sometimes just don't have the time to go and look at all of the descriptions. And if I don't know who you are, there's a good chance I won't follow you back just out of time. One of the tips I recommend is active Twitter users are probably using TweetDeck or Seismic Desktop. And that gives me the ability to set up a specific search on replies. That means anybody who uses my name, I will see that tweet. So if you sign up to follow someone, send out a tweet and say, at Jay Berkowitz, I listened to your podcast and I'm now following you on Twitter. This would let me know who you are and I'll definitely check out your Twitter stream. There's you know, 100% chance I'm going to follow you if I recognize you that way. So that's my advanced tip. Next up, let's get to a word on behalf of our sponsor. Hi, I use GoToMeeting for my work in remoting users. It's really simple. We customize our actual page that the users go to. Personally, it's a great program to use, great price, never had a problem. The support is wonderful. I definitely would recommend it to anybody that needs remote support. Enjoy. Well, thanks for that call in. As regular listeners know, we love GoToMeeting. We use it all the time at 10 Golden Rules. We ask you to call in with your tips and testimonials. And uh, thank you to whoever just called in. Next time, let us know who you are. We'd love to also know your name and your company. And it's a great way to get a little promo as well. Call our call-in line, 206-888-6606. Let me know how you use GoToMeeting because we just recently used it for a webinar and, and we found another whole use for it. We had almost uh, 400 people in a live conference call and webinar. We have the best offer for you from our friends over at GoTo. Their sponsorship for the 10 Golden Rules podcast means that you can get a free 45-day trial. It's the best offer on the web, and you just have to use the key code GOLDEN. When you sign up, type the word GOLDEN, and uh, you'll be uh, golden, so to speak, uh, with your 45-day free trial. Well, I've been promising to reveal the secret identity of Twitter superstar Iconic88 for several weeks now. This individual is famous because he's the most retweeted live person in the world. There is one automated robot that I think gets more retweets than Iconic88. You, you might be asking if you're not a, an active Twitter user, what is a retweet? A retweet is kind of like the ultimate honor you can bestow on another individual on Twitter. Basically, when you retweet, you put an RT at the front of a message, a Twitter tweet message, and you copy and paste their message behind the RT. So basically you're saying, I'm retweeting what at Iconic88 said because I think what he said is of value. The last week after the very sad passing of Michael Jackson, everybody's been retweeting links to see videos and information about Michael Jackson. Iconic88 is amazing because everything he retweets is positive and uplifting. And I promise to reveal his true identity because he's one of the rare people who doesn't list his identity on his Twitter ID. So this guy has become one of the most popular Twitterers in the world, and he's acting like a Twitter superhero because he has not revealed the person, the identity behind the mask. And I promise to reveal his true identity, and I'm going to do that in about 13 more minutes. Because first, we have another internet and Twitter superhero, Mr. Lee Hopkins. And for those of you who listen to the great For Immediate Release podcast, which is a great PR and new media podcast, Lee is a regular contributor. You'll recognize his voice from Down Under. And the conference I spoke at asked me who I would recommend for a social media panel. So Lee immediately popped to mind, and he was good enough to fly in to Sydney from his home in Adelaide. 
So it was amazing to meet Lee Hopkins in person. He's a great, great guy, and he's a great expert, as you'll soon hear. So without further ado, let's listen to my conversation with Mr. Lee Hopkins. Well, this is great. <laughs> we're we're going to try and do a two-way podcast. Yeah, we've both got our little uh, digital recorders uh, in front of us, and uh, this is going to be uh, an interesting breakthrough in technology. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm Jay Berkowitz from 10goldenrules.com. And I'm Lee Hopkins from uh, Better Communications Results. I'm a Canadian living in Florida. No, I'm an, uh, an Australian living in uh, Adelaide. And we're both together at a conference called Affiliate SID, Affiliate Science SID, in Sydney, Australia. Yep, it's a, it's a conference put together for affiliate marketers, both the producers of content and also those who are hoping to uh, generate revenue by sticking ads on their blog. And I was so happy to meet Lee because Lee is one of the podcasters, one of the voices that I I love. Uh, I love your accent and, and also your, your voice, your message on the 4 Immediate Release podcast. And I think you've called in to Jaffe Juice yep. and Six Pixels. So uh, it's amazing to meet you in person. And I had the pleasure of seeing you present today as well. Well, yeah, and, and vice versa. I mean, I, I loved doing those things. I don't do them anywhere near as often as I as I like to. But it's fantastic to meet you because, you know, you've built up this tremendous tremendous following online, all because of the content that you put out there, which is tremendous content. And to, to actually get one of the sort of the gurus out to Australia uh, is just, well, it's fantastic. So, you know, it's, it's, it's my pleasure to meet you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'd, I'd love to be considered in the guru class, but uh, I don't know if I'm there. Anyways, we're just going to do this podcast for your podcast and for my 10 Golden Rules podcast, and we're going to trade some ideas and thoughts back and forth and just take it from there. So. Mm. Why don't I kick off and just say, what's new? What's working today in social media? What's hot? Well, obviously, uh, I don't know about uh, in America, but certainly Twitter in Australia has taken off. Facebook in Australia took off very recently. But uh, Twitter is now, everyone, politicians are doing it, journalists are doing it. Everyone's getting involved in Twitter. So, I, I heard an amazing number today from one of the other presenters, uh, Laurel Papworth, who's at Silk Charm on Twitter, said that 8, 8 million Australians are on Facebook. Yeah. So I did some quick math. 8 million Australians are on Facebook. That's 40% of the population. It's 20 million Australians. That's mm. amazing. Mm. It's a big number. How, what, how many do you think are on Twitter so far? Well, I think worldwide, because all the numbers keep coming out about Twitter, and they're all talking about people who actually go to the Twitter site. But I think if you factor in people who are using TweetDeck and Twirl and all these different applications, Neville Hobson for the uh, for immediate release podcast, uh, Neville's estimated that it's about possibly 60 million people on Twitter, and I think he's not far off the mark. It's probably uh, a slight exaggeration, but only very slight, and it probably won't take long before it hits six, the 60 million mark. And uh, as always, with the um, with uh, the sites that take off, it's kind of like, well, yeah, <laughs> a, how do they make money out of it, or, or b, who's going to buy them? You know, they're hold, obviously holding out for the uh, the best offer, but who's going to buy them, and what will that do, uh, you know, to, to their model? Because obviously, the rumor went round recently that Apple was going to potentially be in the market to buy Twitter. Which, of course, you know, Apple is this incredibly closed, don't communicate to the outside world company. And you're taking Twitter, which is a very much open communication platform. And how will those two different cultures interact with each other? So, yeah, there's, there's fascinating speculation on who's going to take on Twitter. Twitter's been amazing in terms of the ability to build networks and build friendships. I met Iconic88 here today, which was fantastic. Mm. It'll probably be, we recorded an interview, and he actually came out of the closet. Uh, he's wow. a very, very popular Twitterer. 
the, the most uh, popular person in the world for retweets. Mm. Yeah, he's, he's, he's number one on retweets. He's number two behind an automated bot. He's the number one person. And he, he actually came out of the closet on this podcast. Wow. For the first time, he's released his name. Far <laughs> <Nice>. out. Wow. <laughs> see, see the power that you he have? He came out of the, the Twitter closet. Yeah, he's yeah. very much uh, <laughs> a, a, a Tongan, a manly man. You want to go next? And, and yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, my, uh, my, my audience, my readers, my listeners may not know what the 10 rules are. So, so what are the 10 rules and how did they come about? <laughs> well, the 10 golden rules of internet marketing are really broad strategy and they're written five and a half years ago and they've really stood the test of time to represent good strategic premise for doing internet marketing. So number one is there are no rules. And really what that rule is all about is lots of testing. Success on the internet is really about testing and measuring, uh, evaluating what's working and coming back and doing more of what's working and getting rid of what's not working. Mm. I mean, uh, come back to my interview with Iconic88. He said originally he was sending out 10, 12 Twitters at a time and his audience said he was tweeting too frequently, and he scaled it back to three, and he's found that that's about the optimal amount. He does three tweets all at once, and then he lets it rest a little bit, and then he comes back with three more. And there's an example of Twitter didn't exist when I wrote the 10 Golden Rules, but testing and and Mm. evaluating and then uh, going ahead with what works. Um, Some of the other other rules, the Internet is not television. And that, from a strategic standpoint, the Internet is not television. It's not a one-way medium Mm. that has the ability of television, which is to tell a story, um, to use audio, to use video. The Internet's a two-way interactive medium, Mm. and it's much more like direct marketing Mm. as a media or as as a methodology Mm. where, uh, again, you can measure what's working, you can do a lot of testing, and it's so much faster Mm. and less expensive than anything we've seen before as marketers. To get those tests into the market, to find out what works, to evaluate different offers and different creative and different conversion, and um, refine what's working and go on and do some more. Um, Some of the other ones create a UVP, a unique value proposition, something free on the site uh, that creates a two-way dialogue. So if you um, give away something for free and bring people back to the site, or if you create a free uh, tool or calculator that people can utilize and then they'll link to and uh, build the popularity of your website, Um, if you build it, they won't just come. Mm. So you can't just throw up a website and expect to have success. You can't just throw up a Twitter and and Mm. expect to have success. You've got to follow people and retweet them. So these core strategies have been fairly effective in standing the test of time, Uh, regardless of the flavor of the day that comes along, whether it's YouTube and and, and now Twitter. The same core strategies work quite effectively Mm. for building your Internet marketing success. And, uh, of course, they're all available at 10goldenrules.com. And actually, podcast number one and podcast number two of the 10 Golden Rules of Internet Marketing podcast, I did the 10 Golden Rules in detail. Okay. So I did the first five and the second five because I didn't know uh, what to do for my second podcast. <laughs> so when I, when I had that idea, I was like, oh, I can do five rules in one podcast, yeah. so five rules in the second <laughs> podcast. And, that, and that at least I know I have a second podcast. And then it's been it's so easy to meet incredible people like yourself and do interviews at these trade shows. And we've got a lot of great call-ins on our, our K7 line, 206-888-6606. And, and people call in and they ask me great questions, and then I have questions to answer. And we've built a whole community of people who participate in the podcast and, and provide content. So it's been so much fun. That's brilliant. Um, and nicely worked in... Uh, yeah, didn't I, didn't uh, I segue that right into the conversation? <laughs> no, that's brilliant. I, I think um, an important point for me 
you're out of battery. Yeah. <laughs> right. You can have a copy of this one. Uh, an important right. point for me is that you know there's there's a clear distinction between strategy and tactics. In that you know the strategies, the ten golden rules, they're, they're strategic, so they don't matter. They don't. It doesn't matter what tactic, what platform you use. Those rules are strategies, and they stand the test of time. The tactics, the technologies might change. It might be Twitter or it might be Facebook or whatever. But that's the tactic. The strategy is to you know your ten golden rules. And I think they're absolutely spot on. And I know with members of my community that if you haven't gone over to 10goldenrules.com, you need to now, once you've finished listening to this, of course, or even uh, maybe in the background while you're listening to this, flick on over uh, and also subscribe to the 10 Golden Rules podcast as well because there is a ton of great information that you get there, not only from Jay but also from the people that he interviews. Uh, Jay, what's your impressions? Um, You've been in Australia a few days now. What's your impressions of not only Australia as a country and, and the people but also your impressions of the social media space here in Australia? Australia feels like home for me, in a way, because I'm a Canadian. So it, it's fantastic because they're very warm people, and they're a little bit, a lot more relaxed than the Americans who are, uh, not not from a personal sense, the Americans are, are very good people, but it's all business and work and rush, and, mm. you know, the, the Australians here, uh, you know, end work at 4.30 or 5, go to the pub for beer. And, and it's beer o'clock. It's very social, yeah. and it's very warm, and I've really, really enjoyed Sydney. We, ha- we haven't really gotten out of, out of Sydney very far, but it's been fantastic, and I'm so happy. I always called one of the most beautiful cities in the world, and I'm so happy mm. to have been here. And uh, from a business sense, you know, I think Twitter and and a number of these very fast methods of communications, blogs and podcasts and uh, social media have really uh, opened up a world of communications where where people can follow and learn and know exactly what's happening on the cutting edge. So Mm. maybe from a broad perspective... Australia is still a teeny bit behind the United States, but certainly the social media community is right where it needs to be. Excellent. Um, Do we have time for for one last question? Um, Yeah, okay. So the last question is, who do you follow? Who do you listen to? What podcast do you you love? And any new tools or technologies you're using? Okay. Podcasts that I follow, there's yours. There's uh, For Immediate Release. They're the two main ones. Uh, There's also Marketing Over Coffee. You guys are great. They are fantastic. (laughs) Chris Penn and John Wall. Yeah, superb. Uh, And Chris Penn's sort of level of knowledge about the whole world (laughs) is phenomenal. Dude's a superhero. (laughs) He is. Tools that I use, uh, hellotext.com for uh, retweeting or or status updating across a whole range of social platforms. That's H-E-L-L-O. T-X-T. T-X-T. No, T-X-T.com. Okay. Hello, H-E-L-L-O-T-X-T.com. TweetDeck, of course, uh, is, a, is a fabulous tool. I use the standard tools that you can use for free, like Audacity for mixing um, audio and Windows Movie Maker for putting together video. Because You're doing a lot of video? No, and I should get back into yeah. it because I really believe that video is the is You had the a future. great line in your presentation. I retweeted it. Oh, yeah, thank, yeah, thank saying you. Saying that video is the... The way to future-proof your business. The way to future-proof your business. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, Lee, it was so awesome to meet you. It's so great to do this. Look, likewise. Thanks for making the time, and uh, I look forward to staying in touch on Twitter and podcasts and whatnot. Thank you very much, Jay. Thanks, Lee. It was really, really amazing to meet you. I hope you're listening again. What an honor and what a pleasure to spend some time with Lee Hopkins. He was, his presentation was great. So if you're listening in Australia and you get a chance to see him, please do. And check out his podcast. His blog's fantastic. Highly recommend it. Next up is The Big Reveal. I'm a huge fan, as you've heard about four times in the show, of Iconic 88. 
The best thing about him is his tweets are so motivating and uplifting. In person, he was exactly as charming and kind as each one of his tweets are. So uh, let me play a drum roll and get right into our conversation with Iconic88 as we reveal his superhero social media super identity. <laughs> I'm here with Mahay Foliaki. Not bad? Very good, very good, very good. <laughs> and I'm so excited to meet him in person because I've been following him on Twitter. And if you guys follow me on Twitter, you definitely know who he is. He's Iconic88. And I retweet at least two or three of his tweets every day. And I have to resist the urge to not retweet almost every single one because Mahay has an incredible, upbeat personality and, and Twitter stream. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Jay. Thank you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> awesome to meet you. And I, I want to get into your t Twitter and, and where you get this incredible content from. But first, let's do a little bit about your background, uh, because that's fascinating as well. Tell us where you're from and how you got into all this stuff. Uh, to start with, Jay, I'm from a little country uh, called Tonga. It's a little dot on the map in the South Pacific. It's about one T hour. Tonga, right? T-O-N-G-A. T-O-N-G-A. Oh, sorry, one of the smallest islands in the world. But we have the biggest people in the world, as you'll notice, with a lot of NFL athletes, Halotingata, for example. And then you've got the neighboring islands like Samoa, who have a strong uh, representation of uh, professional athletes in the NFL. So that's where I'm from, is from the South Pacific. Grew up what, in New Zealand. What did you guys do in school? A lot of wrestling and fighting and stuff? <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we grew up pretty rough, yeah. pretty tough. And. Uh, Physiology-wise, uh, you know, that's something that God gives us. That's my, you know, that's my yeah. own personal belief. We're born with these blessings, and uh, you have the fortunate few who go through to earn a lot of income from using the size that they have and the skill sets that they use from uh, that they learn from American football. Uh, for a North American reference, Mahay is the shape of a cigarette machine. The old ones we used to. <laughs> <laughs> just like so solid looking you would not want to run into him on a football field and that's American football <laughs> and that's, that's a positive thing although we're not too big on cigarettes but. Yeah. Um, slightly smaller than Emmett Smith I guess <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you, know, you, would, you would definitely want him as your running back on your high school football team or, or your linebacker yeah. but you know in my side of the world we grew up playing rugby yeah. the real man sport you oh, know? That's yeah, real yeah. Hands, yeah. No, no pads no helmets just full on action can you quickly explain to us what's the difference between rugby and there's two kinds of rugby here and there's also Australian rules of football what's the quick definition for everyone who uh, quick definition uh, with there's two types of rugby there's rugby union and rugby league rugby league you have uh, and why do you need two different types of rugby uh, it's like having arena football and NFL football you know <laughs> why I, I guess entertainment or, or, value or even American football and Canadian football yeah because we have one extra man in Canadian football oh okay and a bigger field and only three downs so yeah, I guess that's that's, uh, that's a similarity <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, so two kinds of rugby. And two then kinds of rugby. Australian rules. It's similar to Gaelic football, I believe, from Ireland. So 
AFL is very totally different from uh, rugby and rugby union and rugby league. Yeah. So if you see a big, huge Tongan guy who's like the ambassador for world rugby, his name is Jonah Lomu. You can buy a Sony PlayStation game called Jonah Lomu Rugby. He is the biggest. He wa- he still is the most uh, legendary rugby player in the world, in my humble opinion. Rugby league, it's still it's a minority sport compared to rugby union. It's only played in a handful of countries around the world, but it's still got huge growth. Russell Crowe is the owner of a rugby league team. You'll have seen the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Yeah, I love both sports. And even okay, in, let's, uh, I don't, I, this is not a sports podcast. Okay. I mean, it, it helps me to try and clear that up because the, the news, the sports, the newspapers, it's like there's like 14 different rugby games <laughs> on, the, on the top of the news. Mm. So how did you get from Tonga to becoming, uh, and, and the amazing thing about Mahe, he is number two in the world right now retweeted he's the number two most retweeted person in the world congratulations it's so amazing and actually the number one person in the world because num- the number one on the list is a, is a bot right yeah pretty much so his tweets are retweeted or sort of reposted by folks who say this is interesting i'm retweeting this N- number one in the world so how did you get from tonga to being number one in the world in this new social media space grew up in new zealand born and raised in new zealand educated in new zealand my background is in marketing. Twitter came along several years ago. I, I signed up when they first came out. And my lessons from um, from using YouTube back in the day was there wasn't a community on Twitter. So I actually put Twitter on the back burner for a couple of years. It wasn't until just only a couple of months ago. I just started playing around with Twitter. And actually it was a combination of watching the news, hearing things about recession, recession. It was all negative. There's a lot of negative information out there. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to focus on inspiring people. My, my objective on Twitter is to move the world one tweet at a time through positive inspiration. I've just hit the 20,000 mark for updates. I just looked at it. And if you search through my stream you'll find very, very few, if not only one negative thing. It's all about positivity, inspiration, helping you Nine, be a better you. 19,999 positive <laughs> sayings in 140 characters yeah. or less. Congratulations. Thank you. And thank you. We need it. It's so amazing. Yeah, it's just my little two cents to help you make a dollar out of 15 cents. I get a lot out of it by sharing what I know and the wisdoms that I've picked up throughout my lifetime and through the people that I've learned from. Are you using some automated tools? Like, are you using uh, TweetLater or any, anything like that? I use TweetLater, use um, HootSuite. Explain what these are and how they work for our folks. Uh, basically, you can set, like, if you want to um, send out your tweets and if you're going to be away from your computer and you have something important to say or something important to share with your following... Uh, an application like TweetLater or, or Hootsuite allows you that capability to time exactly when you want to release that tweet. And it does it automatically it for you. It seems like you release a whole stream of stuff at one time. Is there a reason for that? The reason behind that is I'm just online and I just have a lot to share. And I I started off with maybe... I did quite a, a lot of it's just playing around and... And I basically failed my way to the top. I made a lot of mistakes. And I turned through all those mistakes and I've learned the lessons and I learned them really, really quick. And so now I've, I've turned it out. I've come down. My, my number is I'll do three. And with according to the settings on my tweet deck. And when they turn over, that's when I'll release the next three or two or one, but not more than three. 
I find that fork is a little bit obtrusive. But I learned from doing 10, 10, 11, 12, you see. So when people start to say, oh, the, you know, you're flooding the stream with too much, we love you, but can you slow it down a bit? I listen to my following, I slow it right down, and I believe I'm sort of at the optimum now. That's awesome. So where do you get all this incredible content from? I mean, occasionally you'll be quoting Mother Teresa. Mother Teresa missed Twitter. So amazing to share her her good words. But where are you getting the great content? Especially, how are you writing so much of your own great stuff? I'm a fast typist, I guess. I manage to, I find a lot of things on the internet, through books, material I've collected throughout the years that's online. I may, I, I think that I could add a little bit more to it then I'll refine it in my own sort of way of seeing the world and I share it. I'm at a stage now where I just release a lot of original content. So can you share some content with us? Do you, uh, This will be tough maybe off the top of your head or maybe you'll, you'll, you'll write some stuff sitting here. Do you know what some of your most popular retweeted posts are? One of the most retweeted is uh, the power of Twitter is in its sharing, not selling. That's one of them. Uh, Twitter sharing equals Twitter caring. Twitter success equals retweeting, tweeting, a dash of humor. I, I believe I believe that's all. I think there's one more piece in that equation that I'm missing. But it is all about sharing, and that's the power of Twitter. And it's about transparency. It's it's about being open because understand something. You don't. One one of the biggest tips I can give anyone: go onto Twitter. When you join Twitter, you should focus on doing a thousand updates, helping other people, adding value to the community, because it's about building trust. It's all about trust. As far as Mother Teresa is concerned, I consider her as being iconic, hence the reason Iconic 88. The people I tweet out, Martin Luther King, for example, Abraham Lincoln, Mayo Angelou, she's very beautiful, and I, I only just came across her recently, actually, this year, so... And there's a lot, a lot of others, as you know, Jay, that I've put out there. And then there's just a couple of my own humble little quotes. <laughs> I love it. I love your quotes. I love your own unique stuff. So congratulations and thank you. And for me, it's, it's always a pleasure because I guess you tweet through the Australian and New Zealand day. And then I wake up to a good six or eight of uh, Iconic 88s. And it always starts my day with a smile and a, and a couple of retweets as well. So congratulations and thank you. I end the podcast always with a couple questions. The first one is, who are you following on Twitter and blogs and podcasts? Where do you get your inspiration? Who do you like to, to follow? The people I stay in touch with regularly, we started a hashtag. It's called hashtag positive posse. Now all these people add values to their own communities as well. We've all gotten to know each other really well. There's a Mr. At Jim Hunt in Florida. He's a very, very good friend of mine. Hey, Superman, how are you doing? There's Stacy Shelton. She's in Ohio. There's John Lucia, I believe. Sorry, John, if I pronounce your name wrong. I believe he's in Florida as well. At Bridget Cook, at Bridget underscore Cooks. She's currently working. She's here in Sydney. There's a positive yeah, there's a posse. A positive so, posse. So what hashtag means is, for those of you who don't know, if you set up a Twitter search and use the hashtag, like the pound sign on your phone, and put positive posse, P-O-S-S-Y. P-O-S-S-E. P-O-S-S-E, so Positive Posse. That's awesome because that'll be a great way to get a whole bunch of positive stuff. I I can't wait to – I'll set that up on my tweet deck 
when I go up, uh, we have to go back up into the session today. And the final question, are there any tools you're using, any technology to improve your online functionality, to make your life easier, your, your work life, or anything you're using for personal enjoyment online, aside from the Twitter tools that you already mentioned? I'm also on, I use Facebook. I haven't migrated, uh, I haven't, because actually, Jay, you're the first person to know my true identity. Uh, as far as uh, yeah, so this is your coming out party. This is, uh, yeah, it wasn't planned. Yeah. <laughs> That's hence the reason why I had iconic. Yeah, yeah, why is that? It's interesting. You know, I, I wondered why such a popular Twitterer doesn't have a name and a website. Uh, it's my personal philosophy on it. It's all about the tweet. It's all about the content. It's not about me. It's about you, the tweeter out there. All I'm doing is just sharing the love that I have. Do you want us to, like, we, we could re-record the opening, and I could just say I'm here with Iconic 88, mm. and you could stay as kind of a superhero. We, we could, we could... <laughs> You're too kind, too kind, we could, we could conceal your identity. Oh, um, no, that's fine. Uh, this, people, yeah, th- yeah. this is okay. This is your coming out party. Just, just find me on uh, Iconic 88 on Twitter. Follow me. Hey, if you're a friend of Jay's, you're a friend of mine, let's, let's get to know each other, you know, join can, in the fun. Can I call you Iconic, or do I have to use the full Iconic 88? Is that like a first name and last name? Uh, pretty much. <laughs> what, what's the 88 stand for? 88. Eight, eight is my lucky number. It's, I see it as, in, in my country, we have what we call the Carver Circle. And if you think about King Arthur and why he had the circle, everybody has equal power and sharing. Hence, so I see the eight as two of those circles, so you've got the power of two. I thought, why not double it? Let's increase that power. And so that's what I've done is uh, put the two weights together. Iconic, my first avatar on Twitter was me standing in front of the uh, Taj Mahal in India. There's a lot of things in this world that move people. And for me personally, a structure, a physical structure that wasn't a part of me, but how it affected me when I was in front of the Taj Mahal, I thought, wow, wow. So I came up with Iconic said, this is Iconic. And hence, and people as well, I find people, Mother Teresa, she's iconic. So hence the reason, iconic, edit, just join the two together. Can you leave us with one motivational pod tweet? <laughs> Be yourself. Please retweet. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, it was so great, as you can hear, I'm sure, to meet Lee and Mahay and Sydney. Everyone else there was so friendly and so welcoming. A big thank you to Matt Bateman and Chris Barron and the team at Viva 9 who hosted me at Affiliate at SID, the conference there. And um, just, you know, great stuff. And if you ever get the chance, definitely get down to Australia. Next up, let me wrap with the team from 10 Golden Rules. This is one of the most popular features of the podcast, if you haven't heard it before. And everybody at 10 Golden Rules writes a blog post once a week. And then every week or two when we get together for the podcast, we grab the best blog post and turn it into the section I call Live from the Blog, where the team shares what they've been posting, what they've been learning, what they've been thinking about around the water cooler at 10 Golden Rules. First up, let's hear from Mark. Hi, this is Mark to talk about quality over quantity when link building for SEO. Most people know that links from other websites to your website, make your website more important in the rating algorithms at Google and the other search engines. A common misconception that can be a crutch to people running a search engine optimization campaign is that getting as many links as possible is the ultimate way to reach those high search results. Yes, having loads of backlinks will generally help improve organic rank, but the quality of those links 
is what will make the real difference. Several basic factors should be considered about a site you are requesting a link from. These are relevance to your site, the neighborhood that that site builds, and the backlinks to that site. Relevance. What keywords are you targeting? Are those keywords on the page you are requesting a backlink from? These are the questions you should be asking in order to build a quality link. The more relevant the page is to your site, the more a link from that page will be worth to you. Neighborhood. What other sites is the page linking to? Ideally, other links on the page from which you are requesting a link would be to sites exactly like yours. This will help put you in the right neighborhood as far as Google is concerned. If a page links to sites that resemble your site, Google will consider these sites to be related to your site, and that is a good thing. If a page links to your site, as well as a bunch of gambling sites, for example, Google will consider your site to be related to gambling, and this can have a negative effect on your results if your site is not related to gambling. Backlinks to the page. How powerful is a page that you are looking for a link from? A page that has no backlinks to it is not near as powerful as a page that has hundreds of backlinks. If a page that has hundreds of backlinks links to your site, the power of those hundreds of links is also shared with your site. These are just a few basic things that should be observed when building links. Keep listening for more. Hi, this is Margie with a new feature from Google. Recently, Google announced they would start providing stats on searches and visits generated via Google Maps and Google Local Business Listings. Although these initial stats are basic, the value is immense. Consider this. People searching local businesses are likely to be in a buying mindset. If a person searches for driving directions to your location, they're likely to be planning a visit soon. Online marketers know that many consumers search online but buy offline. Now we can have the stats to prove it. With metrics like the top search queries people use to find your listing, users who clicked through to your driving direction, and the number of those who visited your website, you can see this information would be worth having. But you can't get any of this info unless you claim and enhance your local business listing in Google. Check out Google's step-by-step -step video to learn how and get started today. Just go to google.com slash local slash ad. That's google.com slash local slash ADD. Hi everybody, this is Michael. My topic today is don't believe everything you read. More and more, we're going online before making a purchase. We're doing research on prices and also looking for consumer reviews and products and services. Sometimes, sometimes these comments can be skewed in favor of the brand we are researching. Bloggers could be paid or compensated for each positive post about the brand that we are looking at. According to a recent Associated Press story, the Federal Trade Commission is reviewing practices to monitor bloggers and the gifts that they receive. The FTC is also in talks to develop new guidelines to go after bloggers for any false claims or failure to disclose any conflicts of interest. Rich Cleland, Associate Director of the FTC, compares this as to us walking into a department store. You know when you walk in that the sales clerk works for the store. Well, online, consumers can think that somebody is providing you with an independent advice when they're actually being compensated. 
These mandatory disclosures could change how reviews are perceived because users may never know that the blogs and bloggers that they're reading are being compensated for their posts. Hi, this is Susan. Most businesses are starting to participate in Twitter to promote their products or services. We all know we can get to Twitter by using Twitter.com, but there are applications that are out there to make the Twitter experience even better. TweetDeck is a free desktop application that enables you to see all of the tweets of Twitter users you follow, replies to you, and direct messages. That's the basic way of doing it. But if you want to go a step further, there are some other features TweetDeck offers that enables you to monitor specific keywords, a username or hashtags, which are keywords that start with a hashtag which creates groupings to be easily found in Twitter search. A recent example of a popular hashtag was hashtag Iran election for people talking about Iran on Twitter. Another desktop Twitter app that is also popular is Seismic Desktop, spelled S-E-E-S-M-I-C, which has similar features as TweetDeck, but Seismic Desktop also allows you to manage more than one Twitter account if you have a personal Twitter account and a business or brand name Twitter account. It also allows you to organize your Twitter followers in groups and by search query. Seismic Desktop is also free to download and use. Hi, this is Michaela. My topic today is the Hootsuite Twitter Toolbox. I recently joined Twitter and needed a way to manage my Twitter account and my tweets. I came across Hootsuite, a web-based Twitter toolbox which lets you update your Twitter status, schedule tweets for a later date, shorten links, track tweet stats, and manage multiple accounts right from your Hootsuite dashboard. There are plenty of websites which allow you to shorten your URL for sites like Twitter, but Hootsuite allows you to shorten URLs and update your status all in one step with the Shrink It feature. Simply paste your desired link and press the Shrink It button to transform your URL into an ow.ly Owly short URL. Best of all, you can track the daily clicks of your Owly URLs with the View Tweet Stats feature. When you click on View Tweet Stats, Hootsuite prepares a graphical representation of your daily clicks organized by date. Hootsuite also allows you to schedule your tweets to be released at a later date and time. Perfect for being the first to wish someone a happy birthday right at midnight, or for other time-pertinent tweets. Veteran Twitter users will be happy to hear that you can still direct message using Hootsuite. All you have to do is type a D or DM before the username of the person you're trying to reach and finish with your message. Have a hoot with Hootsuite. Well, a big thank you to the team at 10 Golden Rules, and great to meet Lee and Mahay, and thank you guys so much for making the time to come into Sydney and uh, hang out. Coming soon, upcoming podcasts, we'll meet the man behind At Jet Blue and the super sharp Susan Bratton. So if you haven't done so already, take a minute to subscribe to the show over at iTunes or on your favorite podcast directory. And do you have something great to share with all of us? We'd love to hear from you on our call-in line. It's open 24 hours a day, 206-888-6606. If you like the show, why don't you program that into your cell phone? That's 206-888-6606. And anytime you come across something great, why don't you share the new tools with us or share a trick that you're using on the internet for either business productivity or for personal fun? Call anytime. The system digitizes your phone call, turns it into an audio message, and sends me an MP3, and I'll play it on the upcoming show. Well, we have a great Australian song of the week to close out our theme from Lee Hopkins, who's Australian, and as we found out, Mahay, who's Tongan. 
And we're going to rock out with a song from Melissa Forbes. She's a former attorney who gave up her law career to record an amazing album. One of the, We're going to have a couple songs upcoming, but to this week, a song called Black Heart Blues. Have a great week, everybody. I'm feeling so bad.
Guess what? I've had a change of heart. It is no longer blue. Pumping red and ready to fight. Oh, fogs are lifting, sands are shifting, pieces flying. For listening to the 10 Golden Rules of Internet Marketing podcast. Please send comments and questions to podcast at 10goldenrules.com. That's podcast at 10goldenrules.com. Or use our call in line 206 888 6606. Internet marketing needs. This podcast is produced with Cast Blaster.